0: good to be back happy monday y'all welcome back to chill to action it's me your girl danny joy here hanging out once again with my favorite co-host the one the only mr paul denuzio it's
1: a me it's a me it's a pld happy international women's day danny
0: thank you thank you sir thank you thank you thank you to everyone out there happy international workers women's day also
1: there you go. Absolutely. We have powerful women there on C2A. We have powerful women throughout the league. Uh, we love our women.
0: We we do. I think that, uh, you know, women in the Schmodown has been a fun journey to watch. If you've been a fan of the Schmodown for a long time, you've seen the ups, you've seen the downs, and uh, definitely have seen a lot of people come through it. And our guest today, has definitely been one of the shining stars, no pun intended, but puns always intended, uh, of the showdown and, and showing the type of strength that it is. But let's not jump ahead of ourselves really quickly, Paul. We do have uh, someone else to introduce. Will
1: That's you- true. He's back again. He only comes for the good ones. That's what he says. Now he's actually coming every week now, it's, or every show now. So I guess all of them are good ones. But he was here for the first one, the very first one just like our other guests tonight. But you know him, you love him, the Belford. What's up,
2: everybody? Back at it again on Show to Action here on the Best Day of the Year, International International Women's Day. And tonight, you know, like as you all alluded to, in honor of International Women's Day, we have the First Lady of the Action Army. The one, the manager of champions—that's with an S, champions, not just one championship, multiple champions. The one, the only, Miss Roxy
3: Stryer. Whoa! <laughs> did you guys plan this? Did you know it was gonna be Women's Day?
1: Now, we knew uh, you
3: did. Yeah. As any good professional yeah. does, yeah. they take a yeah. full
1: credit. Yeah. Mm. i mean if you if we knew that if anybody was gonna be on women's day it had to be you
3: yeah <laughs> well i am a woman and it is a day so
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> there we are Solid.
3: Solid line. Mm. roxy is so That's cool
1: right. i gotta say roxy is so cool she was on chilled action before it actually was even chilled action we actually her, actively named it chilled action after.
0: what was the name it, we we didn't know was. exactly. I, you know what? I'm also going to push back against this because I believe that we did have the name to action because I remember making the thumbnail personally myself before we had Jake I'm on for this. We, we're going to have to check the tape on that. Of but course. anyways, we're not here to talk about <laughs> action history. We are mean, not here to talk about history. <laughs> <believe it is. laughs> we are here to talk to the one, the only, the manager of the stars, Miss Roxy Strayer. Thank you so much, Roxy, for hanging out with us on this Monday night.
3: <laughs> yeah, I feel like I. I, I I've been a nightmare so far. Like I, anytime, I don't know what it is, but like you guys know, I don't do many other shows right now, probably because I do my show every single day. So I'm just like tapped, but every time, like this is the show. So PLD, I don't know. I'm I'm I've been such a, just a nightmare. And finally you threw out the time. And I was like, rocks. Are you smoking crap? Just show up. Like, what do you, (laughs) just figure it out. What's going on? So, yeah. uh, Thank you for being patient with me, friends. Oh. Oh, always.
1: We're definitely patient for the ones who are worth it, and you are certainly worth it.
3: Well, that's yeah. why Billy Belford's here. We already established he only shows up for the ones, you know. That's very, very important. important. Yeah.
0: yeah. Absolutely that's right. important. It's been such, you've had such a crazy year with Live with the Roxy going live every single day. So going into uh, going into free agency, getting ready for the draft, none of that could have been easy with everything <laughs> going on in, in the crazy 2020 year that we had. So, what was your mindset getting ready for free agency in the draft?
3: Wow. This is so funny because I actually like haven't really talked about this. Um, you know, when you're just quarantined by yourself and so you're just going through the motions and then just like shit kept rolling. So, uh, I going into it, I was one of the lucky ones who didn't have to make many decisions about who I was keeping on my team. Um, I do not envy the position of managers who had to do that. And that's not to say that there weren't other people on my team that, were worthy of keeping. I I have made it very clear that Stacy Howard like is I feel like she's my soul sister. I am so obsessed with her. But I had three champions on my team. So I feel like I was the only one where it was like there's just you 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 would have to be either a moron or a future seer to give up a champion. That would be really really stupid. And not only did I have three champions, but I had three champions who I love. And uh, I, I think that that's no surprise to anybody either. Everybody knows where I stand with Odd Couple. And Damon and I have developed a really close relationship. And I value it greatly. And I also just think he is the best. And when I have people like Draco and Snyder who are more... I don't actually know the right word for this. But they, the, I have to be a more hands-on manager with them. Damon is n- not as... I guess, time consuming. And so having that balance is like such a perfect, if those are your three, um, I, uh, yeah, it was really nice to know that I had those three on lock. So that was easy for me. The next part was really hard, was really hard. Um, (laughs) The draft was like a nightmare. And I, it was to the point where I don't think I had fun. I don't think I was enjoy. I was like, just so so stressed out because there's a lot on the line this year there's a lot of money on the line this year there's a lot of notoriety on the line um I know that every player that I take on my team I need to protect so I need to be ready to fight for those people and as you guys may or may not have seen right off the bat right after my draft I started getting fucking attacked left and right for some of my picks so like you have to be so, so sure of who you're taking and you have to care about these people before you even know them and you have to know these people before you care about them. So it's like, it it was really, really stressful. Um, and And I was doing so much research and then there was a leak in the camp and and people started hearing who I was thinking about and I was hearing who other people were thinking about. So I just completely like shut it down to my legit core core and stopped talking to anybody else which meant that there were some people that I was drafting that I was not even speaking to and I knew that they were on my radar but I couldn't let them know they were on my radar. So the draft felt like, I felt like a, a Russian spy. It really (laughs) felt like I was, it was so, so hard. Um, And I'm thrilled with how it turned out. And luckily I'm just completely obsessed with every single person I drafted. And I, I'm loving, loving my faction, but it was a nightmare to get to that point.
1: Did you find out who the leak was?
3: It's hard to tell because you never know. People make things up. So you don't know if they actually know or if they're claiming to know. But it, it's also hard, too, because one of the questions, whenever I was talking to any rookies, I would ask them, what other managers are you talking to? And they would tell me. And so there, there just was too much information out there for me to even know who has said what and, and what does that mean? And a lot of this also being that you have to have a plan A, B, C. I was drafting sixth, so I had to have six different first picks. in my, in my head, which meant that I really needed to have so many. I know you guys worked on and saw all the mock drafts, but that was me. I mean, I had like journals and journals of this and my whiteboards everywhere and bless my, the three that I was keeping for taking my 2am phone calls and like hearing me ramble about the same things over and over again. Like I wouldn't, I, I called Damon about the exact same thing like 15 times. I mean, <laughs> I just kept calling him about this one because I was I, I first wanted to make sure he knew how much he is my priority. And right. then I needed to make sure he realized that he could not be our only Star Wars player, but that luckily he does ha- does not have ego involved in this because no. he's just a doll. <laughs> But like just trying to manage even that, like I have to go for a big hitter because one of the biggest flaws in my game last year was the fact that I didn't have anybody to play Star Wars because Damon just played one time and held on to the belt that one time because he's a beast. But I had nobody. I had nobody. So that was – and that's why I ended up having to trade for Quevedo. And that is how I lost JTE, which messed up my singles tournament bracket, the whole thing. Everything just was like – trying to play catch up because we didn't know how the year was going to look. So yeah, it was just, I called him about the same thing, like the same three players that I was looking at and over and over. And he was kind of, he was just so nice about it, but you know, he's just probably like, she just a- does she not remember? She just asked me this. It's like, I remember, <laughs> I remember. Yeah, I did. I did. I tried to get my brother to come play star Wars. Um, I, yeah. I asked him because he's really good. And um, he is super nerdy, and he's great at studying. And so I was like, I think he would be gangster at this. Um, I, I thought that he might be a really good pick. And honestly, I don't know what would have happened there. I think Quevedo also is much better than he performed. So that happens sometimes, too. But, yeah, Absolutely. it was it was tough. It was
1: tough. Well, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask that the three players you kept asking uh, Damon about, did they actually end up being on the team or any.
3: Certainly, um, Zach, Zach was a huge one that I kept asking exactly. about. <laughs> obviously, um, and it was more than three. But really, at the end of the day, I I was heavily looking at Zach. I was really looking at Harper. Anybody was, and I was looking at Molly. And especially because they're such a great duo, um, right. I was looking at Marie. Also, you know, there was a ton of people that I was looking at. But when I have Damon, and and last year, one of the another flaw in my system was that I gave him no support. We had nobody for him to study with an IG. I had nobody for him to study with in Star Wars. You know, the rest of the players can kind of help, but when you're not an IG player, or a Star Wars player, you can't, like, you're coming up with questions. It's like, you're, I'm Googling things. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Okay. So I, I wanted him to feel like he had somebody who really had his back. And Zach's like his best friend and Molly's obviously the love of his life. So those were two really, really good options for me. Thomas also being a very close friend of his as well. And so I just figured I really want to give him somebody that he can study with. I really want to give him somebody who can support him that he can support and coach and all of that. Um, And I looked heavily at Molly, but thought about when it came to tournament season, what seed she would get. And when you have um, losses on your on your resume, as opposed to not having any losses, you automatically have to play a much harder player. And so it was, I just felt like she was going to have a harder journey than somebody coming in fresh. And I really, really like Molly. And that was, I think, a very, very tough decision because I think she is so good. I just think for some of the rookies coming in, they're going to have easier journeys than some of the vets who have L's.
1: Makes
3: yeah. a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. It's
2: it's funny how the Star Wars has changed from last year to this year because last year you got Alex Damon in the third round. You know, he was the first Star Wars player off the board and it was kind of like a smattering of Star Wars. Now this year it's like everybody prioritized Star Wars. Um so to already have Alex and then to go get Zach, like that was I feel like that's a really big coup for for the stars to have that in. Now you have two top tier Star Wars players.
3: Yeah, I I think that with quarantine and with now all of the new matches that have been announced, we're playing so many more IG and Star Wars matches than we've ever played before. And honestly, I did not realize that we were going to – I knew it was a possibility, but, you know, there's going to be a one-person Star Wars tournament and then there's going to be a two-person Star Wars tournament. And really what people needed to do is have – two Star Wars players on their team, unless they're me who has a champion who is very likely not going to lose the belt at any point this year, who really needs to have three Star Wars players on her team (laughs) by by the time that we get to that tournament, which is in months. And so that's going to be another, I'm like Donkey Kong jumping the barrels and the barrels are coming and I'm just jumping.
1: Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, how I'm mean, interested to see now. Obviously, Damon has been so dominant for so long. Um, is he's definitely the greatest player in the history of this boat as far as Star Wars, at least if not more than that at this point. But there's that that big hype about the Dragon Con players. How is he really feeling about that? Is he excited? Does he want to face them, or is he? Oh, yeah, no, definitely.
3: He's, he's excited. It, what's What's interesting about Damon and different than a lot of the other champions in the league. And I don't say this to knock any of the other champions, but Damon. never says like, I didn't get enough time to study for this, or, you know, this match wasn't scheduled far enough in advance, or I wish I was playing somebody a little easier this time. You know, Damon wants to be the best and to be the best, you have to beat the best. And Damon always wants to play always anyone. Damon wants to play anyone, anytime, anywhere. Like, and I love that about him. And so he wants to be the best. He wants to know more about star Wars than any other person in the Schmodown, no matter who comes in. So he wants to play whoever is the best. And that very likely is going to be the Dragon Con people. And very, very likely is going to be Zach. Mm-hmm. And that that's going to be an interesting position for us to be in. But I think that right now the conversation seem to be around Thomas and Zach. Um, and it sounds to me like people believe that Thomas has the edge. I obviously don't believe that um and have done a lot of footage watching and have a lot of insider knowledge on this but i i think that damon wants to play them and wants to beat anybody who gets in his way and wants to hold on to the belt forever forever i forever he just wants to damon gets pissed when he misses a question no matter what the score is which is so weird it doesn't matter
2: He doesn't ever look like he's affected. Like, I don't know if it's just like
3: Because he's a perfect person and I am truly obsessed with him. He is like just cool, calm and collected. I'm a psychopath and he (laughs) is so chill and so cool. And and that's transferred over to IG as well. Um, And so, you know, for us, priority one for him has to be maintaining, keeping the belt that's priority 1 always has to be but luckily that's what he does for a living so like that is his job all the time is knowing the most about star wars so yeah. that once that is like you know he's always doing that then priority 2 is making him an IG champ and so luckily those two things are not completely separate realms they have to do with one another but yeah he's he's awesome i can't say enough good things he's also just a really good stand up dude who is a, just a, a a great person, a, a great friend, a great partner. Like he's all of those things. And so he's just an absolute joy. Any manager would be lucky. I will cry if any of them ever take him from me. I hope to never let that happen. I think he is so great.
0: So uh, speaking of the energy division you have so with alex damon you have one of the best people in the world and also on your inner geekdom roster you have one of the, the worst people in the <laughs> world <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, brandon hannah that like that was a very very fun pick to watch so you picked up brandon hannah and janine janine the machine those are excellent picks and i personally think that they both work very well with should work very well with a manager like you and i was super excited whenever i saw them go to the stars so what were yeah. your mindset bringing them onto the team
3: for brandon he was straight up the best ig player on the board and i think I go back to the time in which people were positive. He was going to be the next IG champion, you know, when him and Chandra were neck and neck there. And I, I think that the Schmodown as much as I love the Schmodown fans, they are so short sighted sometimes. Like the second something happens with Jeff Snyder, they're like, he's not on the Mount Rushmore. And he, we don't even know. It's like, they forget about who he is. And, and that happens all of the time with great players. Um, And so this has definitely happened with Brandon Hanna, who I think is excellent. And I'm putting a lot of eggs in his basket. I mean, that was a huge, huge risk in the first round um, because he is somebody who people have said is hot and cold. I think that he really needed needed some help, not because he can't do it by himself, but because this is really hard. When you are in IG, which – at this point to me, it might be the toughest division. I don't know. I go back and I am always changing my mind, but it's a, it's a beast. It's a really big beast. And for him to have never had a stable relationship with a manager, that sucks Um, to not have that support, to not have people in his corner, helping him strategizing with him, faction mates who are rooting for him, but not just, rooting for him casually, like really helping him grow and, and figure all of the things out that he needs to know, but just where the division, this is where the league is at at this point. You know, it's not, it's not where it was when, when I started, it, it's a, at a completely different place. So I just felt like the thing missing from him wasn't him. It was somebody else. And so I really hope to be that person for him because I, I really, really believe in Brandon Hanna and, I also know him personally, and we were together at AfterBuzz, and I've known him for many years. And I really like Brandon Hanna. I think that he, I like that he's got grit. He's got attitude. He does not give a flying fuck. He really doesn't. Um, he's a and,
2: kid too, so you know he's got that going for him.
3: He's he's got a lot going for him, and I think that also being somebody who used to be in a relationship with somebody who was in the Schmodown. When you are in a relationship with somebody in the Schmodown, you sometimes have an edge because it's all you're talking about with your partner. And so knowing that his partner is Sabrina, knowing that she's involved, knowing that what they like to do together is like movies and drill each other and uh, wink, wink, uh, all (laughs) those things. (laughs) I think that that, Also, like, he's just got a lot in his corner right now. And I'm really hoping that he can take it very far this year. And I think that he can. And I think that him and Alex will work really well together, too, helping to train each other. uh, Because they're pretty evenly matched as well.
2: It's it's also funny that, uh, because you get Brandon Hanna, now you have Alex Damon. And Brandon Hanna, the two losses to Chandru, he lost both the final questions that he missed were both Star Wars questions. And then he basically lost to Alex Damon in the IG tournament kind of because of Star Wars. So now he gets a chance to, like, fill in that hole working with Alex Damon. And then also Alex Damon has somebody to, to work with on IG.
3: Redemption is going to be Brandon Hannah's for sure. And then I want to make sure that I get to uh, another person that you mentioned, which is Janine, the machine who like, if anybody's been listening to me on after shows or collider live back to those days, like everybody knows that I talked about working with her forever. Uh, I talk about the, she is the single person who has had the worst luck in the Schmodown of any player.
0: I uh,
3: and I call it that because they say what luck is when opportunity meets timing and those things just didn't meet for her. They didn't they didn't meet and I don't know why. I don't know why that didn't meet earlier for her because she has had some great managers and she has had a lot of people who have cared a lot about her and she has had people root for her but I don't know that they've opened up the right doors for her. And so I I see I see somebody who like has been giving it her all and probably feels exhausted. Not to mention that just, like, in general, being a woman in the schmodown is exhausting. And then on top of that, think about the fucking year that we've had with not only everything that's gone on with quarantine, but the BLM movement and everything that Janine has been through in her life and everything that she's had to face on the internet, in in all of these things. Like, I just... I think that she is so knowledgeable. I think that she is so dedicated and I think she's had a really tough, wrong go at it. And yeah. and that is not fair. And I'm just, I'm planning on supporting the fuck out of her this year, whatever that means. And just like, you know, whatever that looks like. And I think that partially for her, that means bringing the fun back to it, reminding her that like she actually loves this, and that's cool. And and when you love something, you want to spend more time at it, and you want to work at it, and all of those things. So, I'm tired of her being exhausted by this because I am hoping this can be an uplifting thing for her, something that's more of an escape, and and more of a sanctuary, and less of a, a hell pit. And you know, there's only so much I can do there. Hopefully the fans help me out with that one because a lot of it's on them.
1: I was excited. I remember that because we've always been a big Janine supporter. She's been the original action army person since day one. And I always thought when, she, when she, you announced her, I thought that was the perfect match. I think you were the perfect manager for her because she needs support uh, that she needs strong support. So I think she's kind of gotten down herself a few times because she's had that bad luck. Uh, but with really, yeah. you in her corner, I think she can really take that next step. I'm
3: hoping that's the case too me too and I think it is uh, she's really fucking nasty good like she people underestimate her as a player too she's not a b player she's an a player and she's looked at as as a b player sometimes and it's just not the case
2: I mean she like she, I feel like a lot of the times in her in her run, past runs there have been like external pressures been put upon her to try to like be something like be the next face of the showdown, be the next Rachel Cushing, be the next, you know, Ethan, you got to be Ethan Earthwind's partner to take him to a title. Now that she's with the rock stars because traditionally with Roxy, it's be yourself and, you know, be the best version of yourself. And that, I think, is what Janine needs to be. Just be herself and be the best version of herself.
3: Yeah. 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 She's she's enough. And this is in her to do. And um, oh, yeah. she's been at this long enough that she has earned it. And so I, I think that if if luck does exist, then she has created the opportunity and the timing is right and it's now.
1: Okay. Now, I want to actually bring up something you mentioned earlier it's about the faction that's being big importance uh, as far as the faction battles go this year. You're one of the first managers in the league. Like you were back in the, before there was factions, you were one of the managers who were there. What do you think about the evolution of where you were back in the day to where we are now? Just the smoked out in general, and then you're also your your place in it.
3: I'm I feel like all things grow and change, and, and that's good. I also kind of feel like uh, the old grandma who's like, Back in my day, it was so and people were nicer and it was so fun and casual. Uh, I, I will say about it now, this is the most time-consuming commitment ever. And I do it because I love it. I, and if, if you do not love it, then you have to be a sociopath to be a manager because it is, this is fantasy football. You know, this is, this is me spending all of my time, like any, any extra time I have, which TBH is none, is on this. Like I am talking to my players every day, every day, and we've got a lot of them and we've got so many matches and there are so many different divisions and it's just so time consuming. So uh, it it is really different. And I think that it's no longer going to, it depends on how this grows because I do it because I love it. And for as long as I love it and as long as I'm able, I'm going to keep on doing it. And as long as Christian will have me because it is a privilege to be here. And there are a lot of people who would want to be in my shoes. And um, I feel and I do feel very lucky to have been here for as long as I have, especially knowing how much I piss Christian off. (laughs) That's one of our favorite moments. Uh, Oh, my God. I, I, this year, especially, I wish you guys could see what's happening behind the scenes this year, especially, (laughs) I thought he was going to throw me off of a bridge. I, I am not kidding you. I mean, he sent, he has sent me some text messages. I've had to send some crazy, I've called him multiple times and been like, I'm really sorry. Um, I'm very sorry. That was super cunty. Um, I'm really, really, my bad. Uh, can we start over? Uh, let me explain myself. No, wait, let me just apologize. Like it it has been because the, the tensions are high. And also because we don't know about the merch, none of us know what's really on the line right now.
1: Right.
3: And like the fact that this could be worth tens of thousands of dollars at the end of the year, I can't pretend that doesn't exist.
1: Right.
3: That's, I mean, that's nuts. Um, I, and for somebody like me, and maybe for you guys, and I know for a lot of my players, that feels like life changing. So, mm-hmm. I, I, and but we just don't know. So you don't want to get too excited, but you also don't want to um, pretend like it doesn't exist. And you, yeah, so every match matters to me. Everyone feels like the Super Bowl. Going into, and I'm sure we'll talk about this and no spoilers, but go, or maybe spoilers. You guys will tell me going into my match this last weekend. I, I, I vomited. I literally felt like I was like going to be, I was so, so stressed. And right. it, you, you put your whole soul into something and we're up every, I mean, every, every hour of every day I'm spending until four in the morning and strategizing and thinking and like, you you give it everything you've got. And I don't know that all the managers are doing that. I know at least two other ones who are doing it. I think there's probably several more. And, and honestly, every manager is giving it more this year than last year. So it's just like, I don't know that I just even answered your question, but the difference between then and now is monumental, huge. It doesn't even resemble itself anymore.
1: Well, that actually brings up a good point. I mean, obviously you've had your you know, your on-screen uh, rivalries, the Shannon, that's been fun. You've had uh, with Winston. Had it gotten cutthroat? Is that, does that start bleeding over into the reality given how much is on the line at this point?
3: Hmm. Um, so I think everybody knows that Winston and I are like best friends. So, right. you know, he I, he can hand me as many L's as he wants. Hopefully that's <laughs> that never sure. happens again. But like... Don't put um, this out. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I I'm actually legitimately friends with every single one of the managers. I don't know that they are all friends with each other, but I am honestly friends with each one of them. Um, I like every one of them. I, I think that the, each one of them is deserves to be there and I have a personal relationship with them all. So, you know, like I have all their phone numbers. I text all of them. I, th- they are all important people in my life. The only person it's ever actually got, gotten heated with who I is a good friend of mine is Shannon. And it's the only person it ever actually bled over into real life with. All right. Yeah. Fun. I think, and I think probably if you ask, there's eight of us, right? I think yeah. probably seven of us would all say that. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, but which I kind of love about her. Like, yeah, she is ballsy. I mean, the the text messages that, and and what I mean by that is the threats that I receive. (laughs) She's she's
2: she's a Texan and she's a nurse. Like that's two things that are like you don't
3: mess with. And and she's a badass and she's a winner. Yeah,
2: Yeah, and
3: and those are things that I cannot ignore. And so you know. She's intense. I, I was, I was shocked, but she's, she's intense. She's intense. I would say this right to her. And if you're listening, Shannon, you know, I, you're, you know, you're the same. I'm intense too, but wow. you're my, you're my girl, but you're a lot too. you fly on the wall for
1: that, I guess. be a fly on the wall for that.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well,
1: now we know the odd couple are your boys. Uh, we actually want to look at a video uh, of when they formed, since you were there when that happened. We thought it'd be nice to have you like, kind of look at it and just like, kind of maybe take us back a little bit, see what your thoughts were at the time. Let's go. <clears throat> ah, the uh, in Snyder, Jeff Snyder, uh, the former champion. Yes. Um, a man I've never faced on the table. Well, you might have the opportunity yes, to. Yes, sir. His partner, Mark and yes! yes! Oh wow, I love, love this reaction. Really good. That long Nathan's had since I was so Summer. cute. That Who was, was so cute. No one has a lot of him. Oh. Oh no. Oh, you shut your mouth. Roxy Strier has it. to deal with Snyder. You shut your mouth. Uh, yeah, uh, Roxy, the I see I your You're going to show up?
3: Oh, really Stryer. good job you with you the graphic, graphic on me guys. Come
1: back to Strier. Okay. That's pretty crap, right? you a mensch, If that's any consolation. So that's
3: that. I mean, I, my, my favorite thing. And my favorite thing about being a manager is that like Jeff and Mark love each other so much that it is unbelievable. And they would net, it just never would have happened without the Schmodown because in what world, in what world? I mean, it's just so great. And like, I, I, last year, and I don't, I won't get too much into it because it's not my shit to tell, but Mark was going through a lot. Um, and we were having major scheduling issues for, uh, the odd couple. And it, it looked like at some point we were going to have to not, um, play because it was just really, really not working. And, um, Jeff called me and was like, I legitimately do not care about this. I I do not care. We pull out because we're not do if, if Draco's not with me, I'm not here. Like this is, we're not doing this. Um, and I was like, wow, I, I don't know somebody who cares more about this game than Jeff and Jeff cares more about and Draco than he does about the game. And that has been made abundantly clear. So they're so, I love them. I love them together. I love them individually. I love both of them so much. And they've, I feel like they were brought into my life for a reason. Both of them, they're really, really good people.
1: Wow, that's an awesome story! Right, that's sure. wonderful. Yeah, you know what? Well, I just told that that was the other video we had in, in place. This is the more recent one. Uh, let's get it up there. And your winners, and
2: new! Congrats, guys
3: do the same thing right now (laughs) 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 forever forever how was that moment you guys have you have no idea because here's what i'll say oh my god look at me i'm i was crying (laughs) okay so (laughs) <laughs> what was what's so incredible about this um is that it, the people who are let's hope Christian doesn't kill me right now, and I won't say too much, Christian, I swear, but the people who are privileged enough to have seen what happened in that match, the not edited version are uh, watch that and know what a triumph that was. This was one of the messiest matches I've ever been a part of uh-huh. um it was internet tumultuous. I mean, just, just, uh, every everybody was at their wits' end. Um, this was that was one of the hardest, and I don't mean hardest like level of questions. It was definitely one of the hardest moments of the schmodown ever. And so, it was, it was incredible um, to win with them. Is everything? Every win that I have with one of the with both of them together or either of them separately, it feels like I'm in heaven. Like I can't even describe the feeling and, and what it's like to win with those guys. But this win after the day, I mean, I I got a text from Christian during the match. Christian, don't kill me. And he said, I quit. That is literally <laughs> This is literally what the text message said. <laughs> because wow. just nothing was going right. I mean, yeah. everything, every turn that could have been every bless anybody who worked on that match. And Shazam, who were so gracious and so incredible to be with, um they were so I I this made me go from doing that thing where I went on shows and antagonized the beast to, I, I don't say one bad word about him anymore because <laughs> I, I literally was like, I saw your, I saw your soul and you are too good for me to do my thing anymore. Like you, that was, I, it was a, it was a tough, tough match. Um, and so, yeah, all of them were so great in that moment when we won, it was like, it felt like I was flying.
1: That's awesome. That's so yeah. awesome. Yeah, you
3: literally—I looked down my phone and just said, "I quit." <laughs> 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 I was like, "Oh no! Oh no! Oh yeah!" What do pastors do? It's a tough. Christian has one of the most stressful jobs I could ever imagine. I Um, I mean, I cannot. I I think it's challenging to be a manager. I cannot even. Christian, I'm on the phone with Christian like five times a week. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm one person and yeah. that's, he's doing that with every person and, and all of the players and all of the managers and all of the editors, like everything. So I cannot even imagine, which is why I often call him and apologize for being a kind and I'll be like, I'm so, so sorry <laughs> because I forget I'm not the only one. And so I'll like ream him out being like, Why is this the match? And you offer me this one match and I ask for this match and I... and then it's just like, dude, stop being a bitch. Like he's <laughs> like it's just too much sometimes. Um, and so I can't I cannot even imagine. I cannot. And he does such a great job for, for what it is, but sometimes he is also at his wit's end. So <laughs> yeah, it's just I quit. I quit. I'm done. Tapped. <laughs> Tapped out. Tap it out. Tap it yep. out.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you know, I'm gonna say we'll go. We I want to talk really briefly at least. Uh we'll get into some spoilers now everybody knows about Friday's match. We're gonna go from the thrill of victory to the agony of the issues that you know we had a defeat, obviously. Talk us through yeah. a little bit of that. I mean how how first of all, how's Jeff doing at this point? I know he took it hard. He obviously was taking it hard at the end. How's
3: he doing? It was one of the hardest losses I that we've ever had. Um it was really bad. I think that it was really hard for several reasons. I, I mentioned this a little bit earlier, but there's something about Jeff that doesn't stick with people. Like if Dan loses, nobody calls Dan a loser. But when Jeff loses once, people stop calling him player of the year. People stop remember. Like he just won Player of the Year. He ju- we just had these conversations where everybody was like he solidified his spar on Mount Rushmore 100. percent And now all of a sudden, every comment and every person's like he didn't even deserve to play Dan Merle. Like and and the best of all time is Merle, and then the best of now is Colin Snyder's nothing. And it's like, are you guys are you guys morons? Are you morons? So. It was yeah. it's hard because of that, because he nobody gives him the benefit of the doubt, and no matter what, he's always the underdog, which is right. wild because to me, he's just the best. Um, and not even to me, to people with eyes, um, and ears and, and who watch. So I that's hard. It was also hard because he it was his first match of the year, right? And this is him and Dan has been so built up. Um, and then it was challenging because. And I'm not going to sit here and say that it was unfair because it happens both ways all the time. But it was challenging because of all the conversation around the five-point questions, Mm -hmm. Um, and so for all of those reasons, it was really, it was really hard. And uh, I think you know, both Jeff and I, a lot of people have really hard quarantines. But when I went back home for uh, a month. Jeff was home and I went and we went on a a social distance walk and he came to my town and we were walking around and uh, him and I both have just had kind of like tough goes at it. And we um, we've had similar upbringings. We're from literally 15 minutes from each other uh, and having both experienced extreme loss in the last several years of a parent and just all the things that both of us have gone through and, you know, I've met his whole family because they come and they support him for things and all of that. I feel a ridiculous connection to Jeff. Um, I, I just like, I, I know how he's feeling. I feel him in my soul and I cannot, I, I, there's no amount of words I can say about him to express how much I really, truly love Jeff Snyder. And like when people come at him because he does, like whatever his toolish things are that he does where he tweets, whatever he tweets about people calling their parents back or whatever, like whatever he does, I, I, I need everyone to know how genuinely incredible he is as a human. And like how much he just, he rides for the people. He has a very select people. Like he picks out the people in his life and then he'll do anything for them. So I, he's, he's amazing. Um, And so after the match, I FaceTimed him and he was sitting with his dad and we were on FaceTime and, you know, his dad had been sitting next to him for the whole match and his dad just looked at me and was like, um, he really tried. And I was like, I know of course he did. And it was just like fucking heartbreaking because Jeff was saying, he was like, what? If, um, <laughs> he was like, uh, you know, it's not just, it wasn't just uh, Florence Pugh. It was also, nominated was also, and the, did you know that they, and I was like, I know, but this question was phrased like this. And I know, and, and, you know, he knows he, I was just proud of him for saying no comment because <laughs> it, it could have been a lot of comments, but it was tough. It was really tough. And then, you know, we go to the Facebook group and people were writing about, and this is how it goes. It's the fan's job to do this, but you know, they're writing about like, so is he gonna admit that Dan is the the goat? Is he gonna say it out loud? And I I literally wrote, can everybody just chill? Like it, it's so hard when you lose. It's right. so hard. And this was a big one, but luckily it's the first match of the season. And if anybody knows how to come back, it's Jeff. And I'm not even calling it a comeback because it was one match. He he lost Dan Merle. Yeah. yeah, he lost. He lost one match to Dan Merle, so it is going to be a little bit of a journey to get that belt. Right, and we're going to go on that journey, and we're going to get it because this is at this point, this is fucking ridiculous. Um, at this point, this is ridiculous, and I want to put it all to bed. And honestly, instead of getting sad, I'm going to get mad because this is ridiculous. He's a, a, he's everybody talks about how he's the best. Teams player of all time. That's no shit at this point. Like, come on. You, there's no there's zero argument in the in anybody else's direction. But for him to be as strong as a player as he is, it's just at this point, he needs we're we that's the belt that we gotta go get. And Jeff won't even say that out loud because I don't even think he'll let himself think that because he's like, it's it just it seems to be the belt that we just can't fucking grab. Um and this is the time we're gonna have to do it so. Well, yeah. we
1: are uh, definitely big Jeff Snyder fans on Golf Action. We've always been talking about the scenes, how we love Jeff, how he plays. We love how he plays with the hardest, hardest sleeve. You want to love somebody like that. You want them to succeed. He's fun. He's
3: good. He's be the good. best. Oh my God, he is the the best. Yeah. And, and Draco texting me for the match, just so supportive of him too. The whole team was. And everybody. <laughs> our our group text message afterwards was just like nobody even knew what to say. It was so. It it felt so, so sad. Um, Because just going into it, we were all positive he was going to win. And you can never be positive about that. Um, So, yeah, it was just we were not prepared for an L. And I think the only one who was was Jeff, who was like, you know, you you heard him say he was like, go easy on me, Dan, or whatever. Dan, anybody who's playing Dan has to know that there is a chance that Dan takes it, because Dan is Dan.
2: Right. Dan's gone perfect right. before, and it's always a possibility of him going perfect. So it's what you got to deal with, yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah.
0: Well, what? you know, speaking speaking of uh, going perfect rounds, Roxy Stryer, you have been going uh, live on your channel, live at the Roxy, almost every single day every since
1: single quarantine. Day. Three hundred fifty every single days. day. Yeah,
0: not almost
3: every- Yeah. Yeah, is the yeah, no. for
2: live for sure. That is hundred percent and denial.
3: This is the greatest at something. Um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I uh I just totally. I, I watched Rob Fishback put together. I think he is putting together a series of videos. But I watched the first one that was like me leading up to the announcement, and I just to be clear. It was like super duper not my intention to go live for a year. Um, I was never thinking that I was going to go live for a year. I wasn't trying to be some like, uh, I'm going to go live every day for a year. I I thought quarantine was going to be two weeks. (laughs) 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 We all were. So Um, that's. That's legitimately what happened. I made the announcement, I'm gonna be with you guys live every day of quarantine. You've got me thinking that I wasn't gonna be like this, like martyr. I was gonna do two weeks of shows, and I was like, Wow, 14 days is gonna be a lot of days in a row, but I can do it. That was <laughs> that was hundreds of days ago. I mean, we are talking we were talking hundreds of days ago. Um, and so you've moved
2: while we- yeah, going. I- on.
3: I I moved. I mean, I literally have gone through every. I mean, everything, everything. i I, mean, uh, everything, everything. I've, I did the show from when I was taping my Quibi show. I was filming in the dressing room. I've done the show from my car. I did the show from the lake when I was with Steph on New Year's. Um, I have done the show during the move. I've done this, I I've done the show in the corner. I uh, with no chairs in my place. I've done the show in I I have done the show anywhere that I've been. I did it from Boston for a month. Um, I mean, I did the show from everywhere because I just said I was going to go live every day of quarantine. And so I don't know whether it's cheating or not, but to me, I'm ending it. I'm not ending it. I'm stopping going every day at 365 days because that's the day that I'm getting my second vaccination. So that is the end of quarantine for, 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 rocks and it just happens to be 365 days so it feels like i held up my promise as long as that is and then i'm not going anywhere i'm still going to be live all of the fucking time um i just don't i'm not making as good of a show as i can make right now because i'm not breathing you think you're burnt out by now i mean it's not even even that i'm burnt out although i fucking am burnt out but it's more like what do i want to do with this like on maybe one day a week, I actually produce my show, you know, and like have segments and guests and things that I really want to do. I'm a storyteller. So there's a lot of things that I would like to be able to do. It's my show. So I should be able to spend some time working on it. Uh, And, and also things like this that I have not been able to do. I don't go on anybody's shows about anything anymore because I'm just like, I'm drowning. So I cannot Cause I'm alive every day. I've worked every day. And ironically, 365 days is on a Monday. And I know that I have SEN on Tuesdays. Um, so I don't think I'm going to have that day off. And then Wednesdays, we know I have world girls. So I don't think I'm going to have that day off either. So <laughs> I don't actually know when the first day off I'm going to have is. That's going
0: to be a glorious day for you. I'm sure.
3: Yeah. I'm excited. I don't know what I'll do. I haven't not worked for a day in a year. I I literally, I don't <laughs> even know, I don't know what to make of it. It feels uncomfortable to me.
1: Yeah. You do your job though, you're making a lot of people happy. I mean, you know how the rock stars love polo- yeah. for from, from day one. I
3: would there. doing it for them and they were 100% doing it for me. So <laughs> well, that was abundantly clear very quickly. Big celebration March 21st on the World Girls Channel. Yeah, that is true. We are doing a a big-ass marathon over there.
4: Yes,
0: well- the <laughs> rock have, the have definitely and the World Friends community have definitely created a very, very nice close knit family. Knit family, it's been very fun to see. But uh yeah, like Paul was trying to say, we are going to head over to
1: our second, second segment. We're going to go what? into this or that. Whoa. Look at that. No. Ooh, look at that. Uh, we have this uh, segment on Show Action where we do this or that. I'm going to give Roxy two uh, different options. She can ask me for clarification if she wants. She can make up her own clarification because she's a storyteller, whatever she wants to do. Uh, we have something we do every week, although it's kind of difficult because I realize some of them are food-related, and most of all of my food-related ones, involved cheese. Cheese. So I had to no. I uh, we that we know that Oh, know your stance on
3: cheese. my stance on cheese bad. is as a trash thing that was invented. It's fucking mold, and you're all sick.
1: This you're is all like sick Roxy in the Roxy head.
3: Carter could
0: yeah, possibly be the arch nemesis of our Twitch Tuesday show. So.
3: Uh, I hate it so much. How you feel
2: about how you feel about bread, Roxy? You like bread?
3: Yeah, I do like bread.
2: You know, bread's made from yeast, which is basically mold, right? Not, cool, 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 but it's cool, not.
3: It's not. Cool. It's it's not mold, though. And also, I don't dislike cheese because it's mold. I dislike cheese and it's mold. <laughs>
1: Fair
2: enough. Fair
1: enough. I made a false equivalency. My bad. <laughs> All right. Let's get it going right from the get-go. I'll start for the down one. Do you prefer studio tapings or live events?
3: Live events.
1: live
3: events by far, far yeah by far by far are you kidding they're so great All right. oh i love the live events oh so I, I told christian i would go i would like to go to every live event and when he doesn't bring me to live events i actually get pretty butthurt about it
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've,
2: heard,
3: I've heard about that before
2: yeah it's, it funny you that it's like the, it's the joke the old I joke of can, can i come, come.
3: Then, yeah, like, you well, was, no, I have, I have serious and, and I joke about it all the time with the world girls, but I have severe, severe FOMO, like it crippling, crippling FOMO, I don't want to miss out on anything, hence why I don't sleep. I just keep going. I do the show every day. Like I just I cannot miss out. So when there's an event, and I'm not there, I feel like I'm dying. It feels like somebody is like on purpose trying to suffocate me.
1: Mm. <laughs> we all feel mm-hmm. the same way because we all try to get every single one of them.
3: Yeah. We, so we all met.
1: We all met in Houston, all of us, all this here and Jake, and everything else. So that was yeah. A, yeah. Sure.
3: yeah. That was such a sick live event. Oh, uh, yeah.
1: Got was was fun. One. That was fun. All right. Moving on to the next one. Uh, whiskey or wine? Whiskey. That's my girl. That's, my yeah, name. for right sure.
3: There. For <laughs> sure.
1: Living in Boston or living in LA?
3: Mm. Like for what? Like what would I rather if it wasn't for the fact that I have to live here?
1: Yeah, let's check everything else out. You had your choice; nothing else matters. Boston or L.A.? Boston. Back
3: to Boston. Right. Yeah. Oh, I love it so much. Right. The weather sucks, but my my family is there. <laughs>
1: so the Patriots or Tom Brady?
3: The Patriots. The Patriots. Still done with the
1: Patriots. Yeah. But Jake clipped it out. She chose something over Tom Brady.
3: I did. I did. I love Tom Brady, but I, you know, I would like to think that at the end of the day, Tom Brady would say the Patriots over Tom Brady, too. <laughs> we'll
1: have to find out. They replay each other next year. Yeah, Jake. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Speaking of Jake, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> It looked
3: Jake's. like you were giving me the middle finger, and then it, it was your thumbs. What, Jake? What?
1: Speaking of Jake, after that sex, the perfect time, to, perfect time to ask this: Jake or Brandy?
3: Oh my God, that's very rude, Paul. It
2: is very wow. Rude, I've really seen a good, one. Gosh, it's good. The easiest question yet. It's brandy,
3: 100 <laughs> <laughs> yes. percent What it's the nice fuck. Is, okay? Th- I mean, it's a really good question because I'm honestly trying to think about it. Um, here's here's here, there are many problems with this right now. I Brandy is a my hometown girl, and I've known her much longer than I've known Jake. That's so right. so Brandy's like my OG. Jake I talk to more often and legitimately would not have a show without. So there's that part as well. Jake drinks with me more. Brandy drinks with nobody and drinks with me.
1: <coughs> hmm,
3: this is tough. I mean, I mean this is dead ass. They're dead ass even. I can't I don't think I can answer that one. That's the hardest question I've ever been asked in my life. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Perfect. I'm glad I asked that. It's all right. We know you're really you can't say with him on screen. So we'll say right now we'll go team team Brandy. That's where we are. I'm I
3: mean, right. I love her so much, but I can't even front and pretend like Jake is not my person. Like I I need them both. They just I both get. have to stick around. Mm-hmm. I
2: get it. I actually like the guy sometimes. Say it's
3: <laughs> I mean it is it's how it's break. Oh, <laughs> Break, break, break. break All right, I'll
1: give you a call an then, then the easier one. We'll go some, maybe some music one. Tell the Rolling Stones or the Red Hot Chili Peppers.
3: The Chili Peppers, my favorite band.
1: Yeah. I knew they were. I thought that was your answer. Um, How yeah. about this one then. We'll go Springsteen or Petty.
3: Definitely Springsteen. What was that like a a Bateman versus Roxy thing? Those are our two like rival <laughs> rival bands. Um,
1: I, was, I, I thought that's where you go. Springsteen
3: no. shirt all day today. I just changed. Um, Springsteen for life. But Petty is like a top five for me as well. I love mm-hmm. them both. But Springsteen is like my top three. Okay. So cool.
1: I I did talk to Rob Fishbeck a little bit about this. We're kind of pitching some things together. He wanted to ask Joker or Catwoman.
3: Huh. Um, for what a movie, cool movie in cool bed, movie. a movie yeah. would I I'm rather go in bed re- too? I'll
1: show go in bed better. I
3: think, I think both of them would be Catwoman, actually. Yeah, 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 Fair <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I don't
1: know what Kelsey has to say about that, love we'll to talk to her about that when she comes on screen. Uh, about last one, then little we'll boston. How about Maddie Damon or Ben
4: Affleck?
3: Ooh. Oh, oh. I mean, it's so hard because <laughs> of all the reasons. I hear that Matt Damon is a much better person than Ben Affleck is. Oh,
0: um, I would believe that.
3: So I want to say Matt Damon, but like nobody gets more Boston than Ben Affleck. I mean, he's just like the most Boston ever. And in, he was Batman. And Google hunting is my favorite movie. So this is a both of them thing. I mean, wow. I really feel bad about this, but I guess the answer is Affleck. I don't oh. feel good. I don't feel good about that answer though. <laughs> I just want you guys to know. That, <laughs> that
1: could change it. I,
3: I don't feel good about that. I know that it should be Matt.
1: Okay, fair enough, fair enough. All right, that's gonna be the end for that for now. You survived your little quick brief segment of this or that. We do have some chat questions and some Patreon questions that I want to, yeah, what's up? Well, uh, but let's get Kelsey on screen, Miss Kelsey. How are you? What's
4: up? What's up? Doing good, super excited. Got some awesome Patreon questions for you guys. You have the
3: cutest voice on the planet, I've thought that (laughs) so many times. Oh, thank you. And
1: yes, Rob, you do have one video question that I do want to throw up there as well. I, did forget. I almost forgot about that wrong. one, so... We should Can't. probably start with that one. We'll Let's start, start with that one. One. There's a video question somebody wanted to send in. Uh, Let's see how you answer this. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I had a question for um, Roxy Striar. Is it Striar or Stryer? Um, I was just... I wanted to know that, you know, when you're managing the rock stars, great name, by the way, uh, are you thinking constantly like what would my brother do in
2: this situation and then like you try to do that like is that your strategy when you're successful i mean obviously when you're not successful it's 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 just on you but when you are successful is it is it how much of a percentage would you say it's
3: because of like the influence he's had on you with like 90 percent, or is it higher just you know curious um i'll take your answer off air
4: or on
2: air either way uh Thank you. I appreciate your time.
3: It's just like, number one, you didn't even get my team name right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Love the support. Love the support. Like we're just Thomas the stars <laughs> now. Uh, oh my God. Speaking of which, that we got, all got sent um, shirts and everybody got their shirt. I legit month ago and finally mine came today and I was so stoked about it. Ooh. First bit of apparel from them, and I will take it. Uh do I think what would my brother do? No. At no point. At no point. I honestly my Jet helps me with so much shit. Like he legit made it so that I could host DC movie news. He trained me for everything, but like he would suck at being a manager and the movie to reach Mo down. (laughs) He'd be a much better player, but as a manager, it's just too much. And he's, he hates math and sucks at math. And honestly, a huge part of my job is math. Like the, the stat stuff is like wicked challenging.
1: (laughs) Fair enough. That's the answer, Jet. Yeah, answer. and also,
3: who did he send that to? How do you even send in video questions? <laughs> Where <laughs> are you? Are you? Are we <laughs> you got a guy. We got a guy. We <laughs> got a guy. He was a guy. Knows guy, guy, guy knows. That, that know he a guy that. knows a lot. A guy. I love that he's like in the community now, though. Like, cause he comes into the World Friends like chat all the time, and he pops on, and you know, cause he's active on social, and he's also a host um, and in radio and stuff. So he's now just like in the community, and I'm fucking living for that. Love it's so it. fun. Yeah,
1: absolutely. We're happy to have him here. Wrap it out of this chat. He says
3: I was an NAA championship winning coach. NAA was at the basketball uh, league in uh, growing up in our town. That was <laughs> that was. He was he coached like I think what they were middle schoolers. I'm very happy for you. Hey,
1: <laughs> championship's <laughs> a championship. That's all I gotta say. Okay. Hey,
3: that. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. We'll take them how we can get them. All right. Which one of us has a varsity (laughs) letter? Just wondering. Is it me or my brother? You guys answer that question. Who has a varsity letter? I'm going to
1: guess that's you. I do.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I do have my varsity letter. What was your varsity letter in? I don't want to say. Oh, (laughs) God. Can't give us that and then not give it. I don't
1: don't
3: don't want to say it. I, <laughs> I, I can say what it's for, but then I will be taking no follow-up questions, and you guys will not understand why it's weird that I'm saying what it's for. Okay, I'll take an answer. I'll
1: take yeah. Time. Yeah, it's
3: for, I got my varsity letter for lacrosse.
1: I think Jet just threw me out of the bus. <laughs> Managing the
3: company. A varsity
0: letter, a varsity letter. Okay, take that, take
1: that. You know, letter, well, take that.
2: A championship, the championship. Hey, a that's what I need for managing. You're you're, you're,
3: you're. I, you? I have an official
4: varsity letter. Thank you. Thank
3: <laughs>
1: I get that kind of to you. All right, go ahead, Kelsey. What do we got here?
4: All right, first Patreon question we have is from John Lastrina, saying there is one important question: Dominic Toretto or Brian O'Connor? <laughs>
3: Where do you guys stand? I, have I don't like these movies. movies I have never- <laughs> you don't. You you don't like them?
2: What guy?
3: I know. I kind <laughs> of leaning that way too. Uh. Mm-hmm. I
1: go Patrick Swayze in Point Break cuz that's the real fast and first movie.
3: Okay, but that's you didn't just <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't even just the the answer the question. At all It feels mean to go against O'Connor. If that feels mean, like yeah. what am I supposed to do? I mean, uh fine. Then 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 Brian then Brian O'Connor. Sure. I mean, I'm 50/50. They're both great. I love these movies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, Kelsey,
4: next question from Weston Iro other than yourself who do you think is the goat of managers in the MTS? Uh I think the
3: best manager in MTS that is not me is Winston. He's re- he's really really solid. Um and he's got a good balance of things. He's really good. I I think though none I don't know that that's going to bode that that's going to matter this year. I it, it's going to all depend, but it who I think is the most dangerous this year is Kaiser. But but not be, not because he's a great manager. <laughs>
4: Fair enough. Let's elaborate on that. All right. Next question is also from Weston. Uh, what do you think about this anti-Winston conspiracy that's been going on?
3: Anti-Winston conspiracy. Do I know about this? Oh. Story-wise, going
1: through one of the bus. Yeah.
3: So. Um. I mean, I think that... I think that uh, with some of these, like, the Mominati and the... <laughs> am I allowed to say that? And the <laughs> anti-Winston thing. uh I, I I'm kind of a flip flopper, like depending on who I'm talking to, I'm like, mm-hmm. no, that makes sense. Oh no, no, I could see that too. <laughs> uh, and I gotta say, I'm such a I'm a theater major, so like the storylines for me are everything. Um, those Friday, those two scenes, I was like obsessed with those.
0: Yeah. Um,
3: I know that doesn't an- didn't really answer your question, Great. but like my, my what I think about the. Uh, anti-Winston storyline is how great is Grace? <laughs> <laughs> I
1: love Grace.
3: That Ooh. was That was dope. Um, and then all, but also at the end of the day, I've made it very, very clear and I've been vocal about the fact that I am obsessed with Chandra as a player. I think that he is a baller. I mean, he is the most annoying player in the Shmoedown and I love annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I do you guys know that's my jam. I love I love annoying. I am annoying. I love annoying. I love in your face, obnoxious, like Unapologetic. Yeah, unapologetic, just like are who you are. My one of my favorite things about somebody is they if they are self-aware enough to know how annoying they are and then use that as a weapon. It's incredible. That's why
1: you love Jake so much. I get it now. I
3: get it. I
4: love him. Jake's the annoying one, Paul. Yeah, yeah,
2: Jake's the annoying one. Sure, Paul. Yeah, Paul.
4: I can't even talk crap. I love love (laughs) him.
2: We'll talk it for you. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs)
3: All
4: right. Next question is from Brandon Buckingham. Uh, Favorite part of working with Jeff Snyder?
3: Hmm. Hi, Brandon. Uh, my favorite part of working with Jeff is that, oh, I have so many favorite parts. It's that I, I really love them, but I don't ever know what I'm going to get. I don't know. I don't know what he knows and what he doesn't. And I have been his manager for years. I don't know if he studies or if he doesn't. I don't know. He is the most like, I don't know. Sometimes I don't know if he – I all I won't think he knows anybody who's on our faction, and then all of a sudden he's, like, in pictures with – like, he just doesn't – I don't ever know what I'm going to get with him. He keeps me on my toes unlike anybody else. Uh, he's such a true wild card. If I was not his manager and I was not even a manager and I was just a fan, he would absolutely be my favorite player in the league because he's a, a – a, uh, well, you, do you guys ever know what he knows and what he doesn't? He does. I don't ever know what I'm getting from him ever. I don't
2: even Never. know when he's answering the question, like because sometimes it seems like he knows it and then he doesn't, and then other times I'm like, there's no way he knows this, and then it's like he just says the answer. Like, what yeah. is happening?
3: Yeah, yeah. We. I don't know anything about him. <laughs> <laughs> I love it too. What, Jade? <laughs> I said only nice things, Jake. (laughs)
4: He's
1: going to yell at me. That's
4: all right, though. All right. And our last of the Patreon questions is from Ben Rayner. It says, hi, Roxy. Curious, where did you come up with sexy numbers?
3: It was so brutal that I didn't say sexy numbers in the most recent match. (laughs) And and I tweeted out apologizing to everybody. I was like, I'm ashamed. And people thought I meant I was ashamed that I ever said it. And I was like, no, no, I'm ashamed that I, I didn't say it this time um I actually have no idea the numbers the numbers just seemed sexy to me once and then they were always sexy and like what's better than something being sexy like, people who say they don't want to be sexy are fucking liars we all want to be sexy we want our lives to be sexy we want our homes to be sexy we want it's not necessarily priority number one but we want our numbers to be sexy If somebody says to you, your numbers are sexy, that's the best thing ever. And so, yeah, if you're going to be at that time a rock star, at this time a star, your numbers are just, they're sexy. And there's a whole algorithm behind it, but I can't give that part away. But as for where it came from, and then I probably never would have said it again, but everyone hated it so much (laughs) that what was I supposed to do, drop it? I oh, wow. that oh, wow. seem, that seems illogical. I just told you how I feel about annoying people. I love them. <laughs> yes, so, that now,
0: yeah, now you're a part of the down Rundown legacy. They use that sound that's the best. Line. Every
3: time it plays, every time it plays, I'm like, oh, that's me. Totally. <laughs> i love, I love sexy them. numbers i hope it never dies ever i love sexy numbers it's the t-shirts. best
2: gotta get some t-shirts some sexy numbers i right need
3: here. them the sexy yeah. numbers and like everybody else is like like oh it's so stupid da, da, da. and i'm like then don't say it it's not yours piss off like everybody's <laughs> like it's so annoying i'm like what are you so mad about what are you so mad about bro <laughs> my on. numbers are sexier than yours. That really upsets you. Dope.
2: <laughs> they haven't, they <laughs> haven't yum, had yes,
3: my what it
2: is. They have had good experiences with sexy things. Like
3: Yeah, they don't know. Everybody <laughs> wants sexy numbers. Who doesn't? Come on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 34 right. and a half, 69. It's, I mean that's what
4: we do, right?
1: So I'm yep. saying
3: <laughs> six-six-six. it's a devil, 420. All good numbers,
2: That Devil's cabbage.
4: <laughs> All right, awesome. And we do have some stream labs and super chats that came in real quick. This one is a combination of two come in earlier uh, from Danny Cost. Uh, My super chat was missed before, but thank you Roxy for Cost Like Lost. Now c to a host, now you say my name now. <laughs> I
3: was just gonna say it, Cost Like Lost. I'm so happy about that. Yeah, yeah I your names all the time. So I, I have to do myself these little things. And if I don't Cost Like Lost, then I don't know shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: yep. the, official, C2A really officialness, Cost Like Lost.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. And the super chat I did earlier said, Hi Roxy, thank you. Janine was destined to be a star.
3: She really, really is. God, imagine if in teams or single, like imagine if Janine is holding a belt at the end of this year. Are you guys gonna just lose your shit? Like that that would be yes. That would be the best ever. Because everybody, all these, all these motherfuckers out there (laughs) will lose. (laughs) Their minds.
4: <laughs> oh,
3: I want that so bad. <laughs> Very nice. Okay.
4: All right. We have a question from Hitman uh, Houston. Uh, I took Alex Damon number one overall in my fantasy schmodown league. Hope that pays off. I also had a dream that Andrew DeMalanta beat Alex Damon, developed force powers, and became the emperor of the earth. Please assure me that this will not happen.
3: Wait, but he beat Dimelanta and then he became the emperor of the earth. I can't assure you that won't happen. Wait. That could happen. <laughs> to beat, beat him. Oh, Dimelanta beat Damon? Oh, no, no, that definitely. is uh, De really, really good. Yeah. And we're definitely not taking it lightly or him lightly. Um, I I do feel as if if Dimelanta wins, I, I might throw myself into ongoing traffic. So just <laughs> so you guys know my mental state going into yeah. that. Um, I know, I know that Alex has got this. He just, at this point, he knows the game as well as, or better than everyone else. And he has more knowledge in Star Wars. So something unbelievable would have to happen. Something unbelievable would have to happen. Um, and I just really pray that it doesn't because like, it is so fun. I think as a fan to just watch him just hang on to that mother effing thing and just be like, suck it. None of you are me, especially because he's so nice. Yeah. It's, it's it's incredible because he's he's straight up. He's like, he. I mean, I guess I should use a Star Wars person, but I, he's like Superman. He's like Superman and he just is good and kind and nice and confident um, and not a pushover, but just still like he just, should, he's the best. He's the greatest champion we've ever had. 100%. Oh, I love him.
1: And he can rock a stash, like, uh, he can rock a good stash.
3: He should rock anything he wants, anything <laughs> he wants. I literally texted him the other day because we're planning on. We're planning something down the line, so you guys don't know about it, whatever. And I texted him, and I was like, just to be clear, I want to give you anything you want. Whatever you need, you text me. Anything you want. Whatever it is. You say you want to go IG, we go IG. Like, whatever you say you want to do, that's what we do. Because – There's nothing he can ask me for at this point that I'd be like, "That's too big of an ask," or "I don't believe that he can do that." If he says he wants to do something, he says he can do it. He's Alex fucking Damon. Like, oh my god, he's a legend. He's a legend. I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm. He's Michael Jordan. That's who I feel like I'm playing with. Oh, he's the best. So number one pick overall, you
4: picked him too late. That's too late.
1: All right. All right, right, Kelsey. Couple, left, a
4: couple right? Yep, A couple left. One of them is just a statement from Ferris Muthana, who donated very generously. So thank you for that. Just saying, what's up?
3: The oh, what's up Ferris is the best. Like you lose day off. Good one, <laughs> Rock. It? I'm pretty sure over and over, I far, as far, as far. So Ferris. <laughs> <laughs> All
4: right. And then we have one from Jake. Giacavetta, uh says, okay, so which manager would you rather talk to me than them? Which
3: manager would rather talk to me? Wait, s-
4: that's Say it again. He says, okay, so which manager would rather talk to me than them? I
3: have no idea what that's which wrong. Which manager would rather Jake, speak English? <laughs> <laughs> I no, read it I'm as a song. We'll
2: skip that one. <laughs> like, I don't even know. I, I'm I'm lost. I know, which,
0: I know that Benny's oh, now my
3: favorite.
0: I'm, there, just that's fucking, okay. I'm
3: just fucking with you. Jake that's knows right. how I feel about him. Uh,
0: ben Rayner. I also know that Ben put in a, a super chat a while back, and I cannot find it. I unfortunately better Superman,
1: it. Tyler Hochland or Brandon Ralph. That's
3: there what we was. go. Yeah. Mm, I think that uh, so far we've only seen uh, Tyler heckman has been in two episodes of of Superman and Lois, and he's probably been in four total episodes. Maybe a little more because of the crossover events. And I have to say, as much as I did like Brandon Routh, I think it's Tyler. Tyler is doing such a good yeah. job. He's really um, good. I like him a lot. And um, Brandon Routh, I think, is better at being the Adam than he was at being Superman. I
1: agree with that. I absolutely agree with
3: that. I'm also so such a nerd. Like, I wish for any of these questions I had to say to you guys, like, who's that? like my my 15 year old self who's like trying to be popular and sit with the cool kids right now is like kicking myself and is like what are you doing stop it roxy stop it but i can't help it i love it
1: (laughs) i love it too
4: all right uh we have another stream uh from star gonzalez says no question just sending love for my girl roxy and just a teeny bit of love for pld lol
3: I love no. Star. No. Star is a Star oh, is like legit one of the most diehards. She is so good. Yes, Star. Love and star. her and her name is Star. She's like born to be on the star. She's
4: born to be on the stars.
3: Yeah. Star.
4: Mm-hmm. All right. Wow. And then we have one more super chat that uh, came in from Ryan Payne saying, uh, why do you think seven, eight, nine? Because nine was sexy. Yeah,
3: no. <laughs> That's the new joke. Yep. Uh <laughs> Yeah, you know, if I was seven, I would eat nine because it was sexy too. And that's what you do to sexy people. You you eat them. This this we know. And
0: Absolutely. I mean
3: and I mean that with my whole heart.
0: And whole that's heart. a that's a wonderful word of wisdom to end <laughs> the show on. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much to everyone that has been with us inside of the chat. Big thank you to, uh, to Roxy Stryer. Thank you for hanging out with us again. Uh, before we head out, Roxy, let the good people know where you're at and where they, what you got going on.
3: Well, every day live at the Roxy youtube.com slash Roxy Stryer for the next doing math one week. (laughs) So for one more week. And then after that, um, and then world girls, we do have, this Wednesday, Drina, Drina came over today. We are planning Steph a ridiculous live birthday stream. It is gonna be I mean, the things that we are planning for her or that we're gonna make her do are so fucked up. It is,
4: <laughs> it is so
3: it is so funny. Um, I cannot wait for this. Like as Dee and I were strategizing, I was like, is this a birthday party for her or us? This it is we are gonna be. This is going to be one of the drunkard days of the year, I do believe. And <laughs> and also, it's just, it's going to be so much fun. So that, and then later this month, the 21st, where we've got our marathon stream, um, and a lot of your guys' favorite people are coming on. Uh, I don't think we've made any official announcement yet, but I guess I, I could announce a, a couple of the people, Schmodown people, um, we're doing something really fun with um, Mike and Shannon, and uh, Sam and Rachel, and Dan and Mara. So yeah, we've got we've got more people than that coming in, but those are some fun names to throw out there for you guys. Oh, look yeah. at that! That's a that's a chill to action exclusive. Yes. Um, and don't tell anybody I told you guys that. Don't tell don't tell the stuff because uh, I don't know when we're announcing it. But we're really really excited for a lot of the people that are coming on, and that's on the twenty first. Um, and we're also raising money for a really good cause that day too. I don't know if we've talked about that either. I don't know what we've shared with you guys. This marathon is taking up. We are literally right now we're in planning meetings for it for about like 40 hours a week. So I have no idea what we've said out loud or what I'm mumbling in my sleep, um, <laughs> but it's going to be sick. So just put it on the calendar. Don't
1: for that. my love.
4: All right, You can find me at KelseyKins90 on Twitter and Instagram and Twitch. Um, hopefully we'll be doing some Twitch streams. My first episode of The Panelist got cancelled because of life so it will be coming back on. However, the subject matter might be changing. And then of course you can always find me here on Call to Action whenever I'm on.
3: <laughs> I'm telling you, you have to do like VO work. Your voice is so cute. You, sh- you could be like, <laughs> like, m- like Minnie Mouse or like, I'm trying to picture <laughs> the other, I don't know, even like, like a Jessica Rabbit. You could do anything so cute. Oh, thank you. <laughs> You're. Uh, oh, my God. It's so good.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> uh, You can find me at Mr. Belford
2: on Twitter. You can find me here every other Monday for Chill to Action. You can find me every other Monday for Turn Up to 11. You can find me on Twitch Tuesdays. You can call, find me, call live on Saturdays. Yeah, you know, and wherever else I show up randomly on RAM random shows. Yeah, thank you.
1: Uh, you can find me at paulinscordinizio on Twitter. You can find me on PLD Projects, Scoundrels of the Force. Every Sunday morning, we <laughs> the Star Wars show. Uh, European-friendly time so with all my European friends. Uh, but you can also find me on Action Industries. I'm on all the weekend shows, behind the scenes, sometimes on the scene, on, on the screen. called Action, Chilled Action, with my favorite co-hosts here. And then Turn Up to 11 with Billy. And finally, I think since Christian said that, I can do it too. We're really working hard to get the SCL going now. Uh, Brad Gilmore's gonna be the great charge. The FCL is gonna be a big thing. Uh, that starts March 30th. They give us that, that date, so we're working our ass off. Oh, <laughs>
3: I'm stoked about that. That's yes. like the best thing that ever happened for managers.
1: Oh, yeah, I to feed you right in a resident, uh, new player. Just resident. makes the
3: risk so much less, you know, like when you're drafting people and there's game tape on them and it's serious, like you know, the families are incredible too, but like this is just huge. The
1: developmental league, you're gonna get. Yeah. Them. Ready for the, ready for the, ready
3: for the. Totally. Yeah.
0: Yeah, y'all know me. It's your girl Danny Joy. You can find me on Twitter at Danny Joy D A N I E E J O Y. You can also find me here every week, y'all. Every week on Call Live with Mr. Bill Belford over there. Every other Monday here on to Action with Mr. Paul Denuzio. And um again, big thank you to everyone that has been with us inside of the chat. Make sure that you like this video. Uh subscribe to our channel if you have not. We're trying to get that C2A2K. Let's go, baby. Um also happy anniversary. Three to see to a Happy uh, month that we're in. Um, uh, the month of March is when we started our podcast officially, so happy three-year anniversary to Call to Action. Uh, thank you so much to everyone on the crew. Uh, again, love you all so much. From everyone at Call to Action, uh, give your puppies a belly rub, tell your people we that you love them, and as always, y'all, we love you and we salute you. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. Boom.